Hello. 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 <laughs> that was dumb. Do we want to keep that? Yeah, we can keep All it. Right. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, we saw a movie. We saw a we saw a very big movie. Yes, we did. Was yes, it very big? Very big. Very important. Yes. 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 <laughs> Why are you talking like Donald Trump right now? <laughs> very big, very important. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> mm, ice cream so good. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, we saw The Marvels. Yes, we did. Do you actually think it's big and important and yes, yes, yes? I mean, for tonight. Oh, okay. I mean, yes, it is. <laughs> it is arguably the most important thing we'll talk about on this on yes. this episode. But do you think it's it's big and important for the MCU as a whole? I think it's borderline I think it a side story. No, I think it is. I think it is. Okay. Uh, we, we can get into it. But we'll let's first it. say we saw the Marvels yesterday in XD3D. And yeah. we will say because of that, this is going to be the spoiler cast portion of the episodes. So if you don't care about movies or spoilers and you want to just fast forward to where we talk about dramatic political takes, please fast forward through halfway through the episode. Wait, I want to try this. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going to leave a blank. Okay. And then later we'll figure out when we stop talking about the Marvels and then we'll come back to this oh, point Jesus. and I'll say the timestamp. Ready? So if you don't want to listen to the Marvels, skip to 4115 and you'll be fine. <laughs> That's two minutes in. We're not we're not going to do that, no, are we? Thank you. Hopefully, hopefully no. Hopefully I'm just going to leave it blank. Yes. OK. But uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's dive in. Where do we want to start with uh, just overall thoughts, ratings? Do we want to start with rating End with rating? We should have a format for this. <laughs> let's let's end with the rating. Let's start with what we first said when we walked out, because we always say a little bit, but we save it for this. Yes. We, you got to have that conversation on the way out of the theater, yeah. but we don't want to. We want to leave some surprises for each yes. other for when we're doing yes, this. Right yes, now. yes, yes. So I uh, said, I said, how'd you like it? Yes. And I said, I think the movie was good. I think the acting and performances were good. I thought it was funny. I thought the art style was awesome. I believe the problem with this movie is very obvious, and that is for some reason they decided to cut out a lot of the movie mm. because the amount of times that things were happening that on screen seemed very serious, but you had no emotional weight yeah. to the seriousness was because they cut out the parts of the movie. Yeah. Um, that's what I said. And I actually found the reason why that's the case, but I'll explain after you answer what you said. Uh, and I said, it was all right. Uh, it was really fun. I, it was a fun movie. I laughed quite a few times. Yeah, there were um, some good parts. And like, it was just, it was nice and lighthearted, which was fun. Uh, refreshing after uh, the last, like, the, the movies since Endgame. I feel like there's been a lot of, not like downers, but like movies that dark. are just too dark or too serious or whatever. Um, and then uh, to respond to what you said about the parts being missing, I thought it's, it, maybe suffered a little bit in the editing room of like there are maybe things a out little. of order or maybe they took just a little like the wrong takes like they took a take where they mentioned this thing and then they had a take where they didn't mention that thing because they could mention it in another scene later and it just felt a little disjointed because of that and then my biggest gripe with it and definitely after simmering uh for 24 hours or whatever um no, it's been two days um, uh, after 48 hours. It's definitely my biggest gripe with it is it does the thing that Marvel movies have kind of started to do, but uh, other movies do it. And I just don't like it when this happens is the plot just happens for the sake of the plot. 
of like, this happens so we can have that thing happen, even though there's no logical reason for that thing to happen, but we want it to happen. Of like, they wrote the ending first and they moved backwards from it. What can we do to make sure that the characters end up in this ending? Which is like the opposite of, I've brought this up a bunch of times, but what made Game of Thrones so refreshing is like, it starts and then the characters do things that are true to their characters. And because of those consequences, logical consequences happen. And now the situation is very different. And now the characters have to react to that. And then they they react in the way their characters should. And that's why the show is so amazing and so refreshing to watch. Because mm-hmm. like, yeah, that guy fucked up. And he's a main character. But now he is dead because yeah. he fucked up. And that's the logical thing to happen. And then they completely lost that after they passed the books in like seasons six, seven, eight. They went Hollywood. They went, they went full Hollywood. They went full of the Marvels of just like, now we want this to happen because that would be cool and like we're trying to push towards this type of ending and it like just felt very unnatural uh and this movie had a little bit of that uh in the car ride home i came up with the with an accurate summary um it was fast yeah oh yeah it was way too fast breakneck yes and i found out the movie runtime is an hour and 45 minutes the shortest marvel movie in a while yep and it clearly suffered because of it Mm. um there was too much going on not enough time given to it there was not enough uh ramp up for any of the emotions yeah uh so it suffered a lot from that and to your point about the plot it borderline almost uh uh symptom wise it has a lot of symptoms of a dc movie sure that's what I realized it had. Yeah. It was like, oh, there were cool scenes. There were funny scenes. Some yeah. of the art was good. It looked nice. Performances were good. Um, but Plot was kind of dumb. Plot wasn't connected well enough. The emotional... That's what it was. Because DC is is always missing the emotional punch. Yeah. Um, to the point where it's laughable. Yeah. Right? Uh, like this movie is about nothing. Yeah, <laughs> like or they, just or, things happened. Or they, it, it gets memed. Like the whole thing with um, Batman vs Superman. Yep. Yeah. Like Martha. Martha. <laughs> yeah. It was just what? Which is that movie was leading towards that moment, which is why it was so stupid. That's but going back to my point, that yeah. emotional moment. That means yeah. shit. It turned into people laughing. Yeah. Right, and that's what this movie borderline had. Where I again, all the performances were great. They were. They were there was no problem with how they performed. It yeah. was the problem of we didn't see what they probably recorded for those performances. Exactly. <laughs> so we saw only certain parts of just why why is she so why is she so emotional at this, at this point? Why is she so angry at this point? I think the movie did very cool things in terms of like I know you asked at the beginning how does this stand in terms of like impacting of uh the storyline mm. of what we have with Marvel. And I think it shows us one thing, which is it shows us um, which Marvel always wants to do with its heroes. Uh, they're not infallible. Yeah. Right? Like, we saw that Captain Marvel made an oopsie-doopsie in a rampage. That's another thing I wanted to talk about. <laughs> oh, well, we're going to get there. <laughs> the oopsie-doopsie. Um, the oopsie-doopsie. Which resulted in planet-wide genocide. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which they were just kind of like, oops, but I'm trying to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, um, oh, maybe spend a couple more minutes on that. Yeah. So that's, you know, something that we got to see, right? Yeah. We got to see mistakes. We got to see faults. We got yeah. we got to see an act of emotional. The last time I feel like we saw a enraged moment of that with consequence because Spider-Man had a moment like that, mm. but he didn't have consequence because he stopped. Yeah. Was Civil War. 
Yeah. Tell me otherwise. What, like, uh, what, like the end of Civil War? No, so, yeah, this Civil War. Right? Yeah. Uh, something, an act of action that caused, that had a consequence to it. Because there's moments when heroes are like, oh, I'm on the brink, and then they don't. Whether it was Black Panther 2, when Shuri doesn't kill, uh, whether sure. it was Spider-Man almost killing Green Goblin. Yeah. They almost do it, but, oh, but I stopped. So technically... I'm the hero still. There's no... Yeah, there's no... There's no shadow cast upon my character and who I am and what I can do. I am still sure in this in this in this state. But like Civil War is Civil War was full. We're fighting it, each other now. It was full. The two of them just no. This has been boiling for a long time, and now emotionally, I'm over it, and we're it, going. We are going to get in a huge fight at the airport. <laughs> uh, no, no, I mean the end. Oh, where they like, just completely go at it on when each other. like they yeah. were even fine for a moment because Tony Stark goes looking for. Uh, Captain America to help him and then he turns yeah because, because of, of the, the emotional the big, discovery big result, of Bucky yeah. and so there's that had huge consequences that that caused Infinity War to happen yeah I mean it caused like them to fail in Infinity War because yes. they were splintered it caused them to fail yeah. it caused Endgame to to be as 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 devastating as it was yeah right so like that's massive consequence yeah and that's the last time I feel like we saw a consequence of a bad action from a hero in the MCU yeah Granted, this one wasn't as heavy because we only saw an hour and 45 minutes of Captain Marvel being kind of... <laughs> I also said this in the car. I don't know if you got this vibe, but I got this vibe. Every single shot of Captain Marvel in that movie was a zoom up of intensity of Brie Larson's eyes. Yeah. Which were very intense. Yeah. And there was almost always a, ma- a, a like a certain amount. There was like no joy through the whole movie mm. through Captain from her from her. Um, almost all of it was like guilt, trauma, intense, like even anger almost or fury. And, and that's why I felt weird. It was like, what's going on? Like, like, and then you see there's the big veal. Oh, she genocided a planet. And it's like, yeah. oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I can see why that weighs heavy on your mind. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was the ending uh, when I think she made peace with it. And then she lived in Louisiana with uh, Kamala. Mm-hmm. And they were like in the plane and all that stuff. And they were moving in and stuff like that. So she, she like... Turn the, the page. In the, yeah, in the movie, she was still burdened with that on her conscious and then she came to peace with it by the end of the movie because she like fixed it as best as she could um yeah i will say i wanted to mention the things i liked about it go i loved the chemistry between the three i felt it yes i was so excited for kamala and carol to meet (laughs) captain marvel and miss marvel like i wanted to see her fangirl out over captain marvel and then i was kind of wondering how they would play that would she be like the annoyed like older cousin kind of oh my god leave me alone like this is weird blah 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 or would she be like kind of oh like flattered and it was like in the middle which i think they like struck a really good balance and she's like like her first thing when she popped into kamala's room and she's like what the fuck (laughs) uh and then there's whole thing with the family and uh and then like when they got to know each other she was just like cool like hey it's cool that you're a big fan of me like let's go uh Let's go, let's go work together. And then they had that like immediate, like uh, Iron Man, Spider-Man, like mentor relationship kind of thing, um, which is really, really cool to see, uh, especially uh, with the uh, uh, ladies instead of just all the, all the men in Marvel so far. Hard so men. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it was cool to see a ladies movie. Um, like we've had Black Widow and, and other things like that in the past, but like a lady team, a movie. So. But I also liked how it was just a movie. 
Yeah. Like it didn't have to be, uh, a, 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 it didn't have to focus on the fact that they were women. Yeah. It was just, no. Yeah. They're, they, it just happens to be all female. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it's like, yeah. that's perfect. Yep. Um, I think we'll both agree. I think the best part of the Marvels is Miss Marvel. Yeah, Kamala. Kamala. She's so good. She plays being the kid. Yeah. So well. Yeah. And it's so refreshing. Yeah. To have that. Such a genuine, earnest experience of a kid. Yeah. She like shines on screen. Like she is like sparkling, bubbly, like teenager. She has the, she, she, she does fear as a child as well. Like, ah, what do I do? Yeah. Um, and her family is amazing as a dynamic there because that's also so different. Yeah. Um, to show they're like so supportive. They were like literally like in the whole movie. Like they were hanging out with Nick Fury and stuff like that, which I like, which I liked a lot. Um, very cool. Also because a lot of the, almost all the heroes, you don't hear anything about their parents. Yeah. Not a thing really. So to see that too is also so unique. Yeah. Uh, and, and or their brothers, their older brothers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I think her family was, was also like not over the top. Yeah. It was basically the exact same of how they were in the TV show. Yeah, exactly. Which is perfect. Which, yeah, I, I think a lot of people were fans of, and I was certainly a fan of. Um, so that was good. The, like, I guess the gimmick of this movie, if you want to call that, like the switching, oh, yeah. um, I thought was just super fun the whole time. Like from the beginning when they had no idea what was going on. And then when they had, an, they knew what was going on, but they didn't know what to do about it. And like, they were just chaotically switching and fighting and that fight scene in and around the house, where it was like the house and the space station and the, the Cree ship when they kept swapping back and forth between that, it was just like, it worked really well. Like that was edited really well. Like I could follow like for some shots, it would like follow one character getting swapped around. And then for some shots, it would like stay in the house and you would see characters swap in and out of the house. So like you got to see it from both sides, which helped you like put the pieces together and you like your mind understands how this is working. Sometimes two of them just swap. Sometimes three of them swap. Sometimes those two swap. Sometimes these two swap. Uh, and then they figure out it's when they use their powers at the same time. Um, so they try like two of them swapping and three of them swapping. And then like seeing them learn it was really fun. Like that was a cool montage scene. Uh, and then seeing them kick ass with it towards the end was really awesome. So it was like, that was a really cool, like growth journey discovery thing. The fight Uh, scenes were good. The fight scenes were good. The fight scenes like, like they were all really good. The swapping made them feel fresh. I will say like, two times in the movie i wish there was like the classic marvel like hallway scene like the daredevil they did though kind of they fought like in the house like kind of kind of a hallway in the living room of the house but like i wish there was like a hallway uh and like there there was a hallway on the kree ship but i wish it was like a wave of enemies like 20 dudes and like it would just be like show the camera like slowly moving down the hallway but they were like constantly swapping in and out and you got to see a little bit of all their powers I think that movie would have been ripe for a, a, a hallway scene with this, with the power gimmick. Um, the art was great. The, yep. I love the, the art the style. Each like planet felt very unique and cool. Just um, the graphics that they had, the colors yeah. they used. Yep. It, it, also the, um, the music choice choices yeah. were very, very, it was very guardians of the galaxy esque at yeah. some points. Yeah. Um, and I think they did a good job with that. Yep. Um, yeah, it was, again, like, I know people are like, oh, it's the lowest grossing movie and blah, blah, blah. And, like, everybody hates it. And it's like, it 
wasn't that bad. Well, and also the, there's other reasons for that too. It's the the actor strike. Um, part of that is actors were not allowed to promote their movies. Okay. So this movie had almost no press. Like there's oh, yeah, that's, Brie Larson wasn't on Conan and no. like stuff like that. I don't think Conan's on anymore, but uh, like there were no like press junkets and there were no like uh, that, like they, none of them were on hot ones and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, it definitely suffered from that, which isn't fair because again, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. It really wasn't that bad. There exactly. were some parts that you and I both laughed pretty, pretty heartily at. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the, I still remember it's when um, they're falling. Yep. <laughs> Last, second. <laughs> Last second it switches to Captain Marvel. It's just bam. He's like, oh, it's Carol. <laughs> oh, it's Carol. We good. <laughs> or whatever he says. Like, oh, it's it's cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's so casual. Like two people were about to die and at the last second, it's okay. And he's instantly cool with it. Actually, you know, I'll be honest. And I did bring this up on the ride home. I feel as if he was the weakest character. He, he, he was, he felt very capital different. one commercial sure. Sam Jackson and all this. Okay. Didn't he? <laughs> I guess. Is he in capital one commercials these days? All the time. Oh, I did. He has been for years. I mean, you know, my goal on the internet is to avoid ads and commercials. Well, this is broadcast television. So, um, but, uh, yeah, he, he didn't feel like, like Nick, Fury. Nick Fury. Like we've seen Nick Fury for like 13 years now or something like that. He was in the, the end of the first Iron Man movie. He just was a guy. Yeah. And I think he's supposed to be like a confident, like fairly smooth. In charge. In charge, boss, like no bullshit kind of guy. And in this one, he was like, it was really goofy. And like that one line was hilarious, but like. <laughs> It shouldn't have been, but like I'm glad it was there, but it objectively shouldn't have been. But there, that, that was no, no, not... no, that line was fine. It was all of his dialogue, yeah, with other people though. Yeah, that was just like like the weird, weird argument with the parents was like way too goofy for him, and yeah, there was other stuff like that, and like the fight scene, he like shot a couple guys, and he was super like. <laughs> like a comic booky about yeah. it, which I mean, it's a comic book movie, but it just—but that's felt, not his character. He stuck out. It felt out of place. Yeah, like we he, know him so well. He really felt just not the Nick Fury that we've always known. Yeah, and because of that, it was just—I think he was the weakest part of mm. the film. Um, besides the the villain, I didn't understand the villain until they explained it a bit, and yeah. even then, it was just, oh, you're giving me. Five minutes until the final fight of this person's... Oh, uh, we should care about her. Yeah. Yeah, this person's motivation, and I don't understand it. And uh, there's some connection you get when you realize, ooh, she's here because Captain Marvel did what Captain Marvel did to the planet. and She saw Captain Marvel do the thing that ruined her planet. Yeah. She was attacked by Captain Marvel yeah. in the process as well. So, oh, I get it. And they they just left it. Yeah. Nothing else no how did she rise to power you don't you don't need to know okay well yeah well does she have a compassionate side you don't need to know that's okay, the, <laughs> that's what i meant earlier like the plot for the sake of the plot of like and, okay and now she's here oh because the movie needs a bad guy 
oh, and how did she get to that random planet that had a weird sarcophagus in it that had the other bracelet in it? Oh, just because she just needed because. she needed to have it. She needed that bracelet. Why did Captain Marvel go there to destroy the AI? She thought she had to. Why did destroying the AI ruin the geo, geo, geology of the planet? Because it did. <laughs> yeah. Why can Captain Marvel dive into the sun to restart it? Be- oh, because <laughs> because Monica told her that that's what she had to do. Does she know that? No, but that that's what that's how the movie's going to end. So someone needs to tell her that. <laughs> like there's a lot of like I don't know, there's so much of that. The edits were so bad. And the like I will say the gimmick was really fun, but there's no reason for that to happen. They Two of them. Or there was, and they cut it out in post. Maybe. Because maybe they tried to explain it, and... But, I mean, this is the movie we have, so I'm going to go based off okay, of what okay, we got. Go, but, like, go, go. two of them touched this weird portal, and then Kamala was just hanging at home. <laughs> and now they're all switching. Because the lady stole the other bracelet, which, like, activated it. But why isn't the lady part of the switching? Because she's the bad guy. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, it's, it's like it felt very lazy. I don't know. DC. It felt very DC. Yeah, it felt very DC. It yeah. just feels half-hearted. Yeah. Which sucks because again, they all they all put on a good performance. Yeah. Yeah. They all put on sure. a good performance. Uh, I like the costumes towards the end, or like about oh, yeah. halfway through the movie when they get their full costumes. Um, uh, on the singing s- planet. Yeah, the singing plant, which I also really liked. That. I liked that a lot. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. And then uh, her husband just says, just starts talking. Wait, he, wait, what? He's bilingual. He's bilingual. Yeah. <laughs> but then also, like, I was like, oh, that's that's funny. They sang for no reason. And then I was like, wait. Well, no, they would sing for the people there. I guess. Sure. If you want to do that. But, like, in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, that's because he's like a K-pop star. And they needed him to sing in the movie. But then they didn't Is want he? him. Oh, that's yeah. why he's so he looks so familiar. I was yeah. I kept thinking he looks so familiar. Yeah. So familiar. I think he's a Korean. He's a big he's a very popular Korean actor. Maybe oh, he's actor. not a K pop okay. star, but makes more sense. um I know that like people on the internet were like going crazy that he was in this movie. Like, that's another that's another thing I didn't like though, uh, was that they didn't address that whole portion of the movie afterwards. Did they fight off the attack? Like, is that planet gone? She's married? Doesn't matter because uh, the plot moved over there. So they got to go over there. Yeah, I know. I know. But that's <laughs> because when we see the Kree planet again, there is some water. But you yeah. see that the it's not like a full ocean. Yeah. You see that it's just some water in the ocean. So it implies that it was stopped mm-hmm. and they fought them off. Uh, you know, and also it was this weird. They built up so much bashfulness to her marriage yeah and it just felt really awkward yeah where it's just okay like she walks out with the costume on and they immediately just recognize her and then she just takes it off immediately yeah and it's just what the fuck was was the fucking point of that (laughs) they just had that thing on set and they're like oh um you need to put this on your head just fucking (laughs) like someone just found a pillow near near where they're recording you know um it's just yeah there are some other things. <laughs> I mean, I still have more things that are just like, why did that have to happen? Of like, she did the genocide. Oops. Uh, <laughs> and then she refused to go back to see. I just said her name. What's her name? Monica. Mm-hmm. She refused to go back to see Monica. Why? Because she needed to fix the genocide thing first. What do those two have to do with each other? <laughs> and then uh, there's one more thing. 
Oh, the big one where I, th- this is what made me realize of like, oh, the movie's been doing this the whole time is at the end when they we need to both blast our <laughs> powers into her. And but we know she's going to be OK. We have no basis to know that, but it's going to be fine. Well, she is energy, right? Because. So. Oh, that's true. She does just turn into she is became literal energy. But uh, and then she needs to go through the portal. She needs to close it from the other side. And I was like, hmm, why? Anyway, whatever. And then she's doing it. Captain Marvel's like, okay, you did it. It's all set. You could come back. And she's like, no, I have to stay here. And I'm like, fucking do you? It doesn't seem like you do. Captain Marvel just said it's all set. Like, it's closing. And it seems to be on autopilot now. So you could, like, come through. And then no. Why? Oh, because we have to introduce the X-Men. <laughs> and it's like they're in a different universe. And that's how she's going to get there. That's another example of just this emotional buildup of a sacrifice that we didn't have. Why should we care about this? This seems stupid. It wasn't a... Yeah, it just seemed borderline DC level of just, hey, everybody. <laughs> the you're doing the, the ROC. The, the ROC <laughs> sign from like, Black Adam. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. I will fight for this city because of the ROC. Yeah, let me get my skateboard. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, it, it was borderline that. And I don't mean to cheapen it to that level, but it's just, I think in the pursuit of, I'm going to have the shortest and fastest Marvel movie ever. Well, you made it fucking weak. Mm. And this movie could have probably been epic if you just fucking bit down and said it's going to be two and a half hours. Fucking deal yeah. with it. Deal I think there it. was some really good opportunity for some big emotional moments. Yep. Oh, they could have spent more so. time developing the weird distance between Carol and Monica. Yep. They could have built it up way more. They could have, I think, slowed down Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel, like getting to know each other. Yep. Like there needs to be a little bit of a, like, that's really cool that you're a big fan of me, but like we're working on something now. You're part yeah. of the team. You need to chill a little bit. <laughs> like yeah. Take 10% off the top. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there could have been some of that, like a little bit of that. Um, I think a little bit more with Kamala's family. Like it was really just, they were there. And then they were, they continued to be there. <laughs> they were there for comedic effect. Yeah. It was like, there could have been more there. Also, the space station that they were on, they yeah. didn't give a backdrop of that. I don't know what the fuck that is. I think that was Saber. That's where the Saber base is. They're in space. Okay. Just because S.H.I.E.L.D. is gone. So right. Saber is the new one. When did Nick Fury go to Saber? Uh, we knew he was there at the end of Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm-hmm. If you remember the post credit scene there, Nick Fury, uh, they're in a car. Nick Fury and Maria Hill. Uh, they're in a car and they become scrolls. And you're like, oh, they've been scrolls the whole time. But then it's it's it was Talos, and he calls Nick Fury and he's like, everybody keeps asking me where the Avengers are. I don't know where the Avengers are. You you got to come back. And Nick Fury's like, oh. And then you see that he's on like some space station. And he's like, get to work, people. Um, and people are like, oh shit, that's Saber. He's at Saber now. So they tease that in like 2019, <laughs> uh, and they finally brought it back again. Uh, I mean, he came he came from Saber and then went back to Saber in Secret Invasion, right? Which I don't you didn't watch at all, right? No, I watched the first few episodes, and then you, you told me to stop. Yeah, <laughs> at the beginning of episode one, he like comes yeah. off the spaceship, and that was from Saber. So, uh, yeah, so he's just there. But really, it was it was just a space station. Like <laughs> they didn't really do anything super sabery with it. That and then also when all the audio with the technician, mm-hmm. couldn't hear a thing he said. 
the technician? The guy that was getting uh, financial advice from uh, Kamala's Oh, dad. the guy with like the dreads? Yeah. Yeah, and he was finding the eggs. Yep, I couldn't tell what the fuck he was saying. Yeah. Did you? Kind of. He has an interesting voice, though. He had a he had a small role in uh, Game of Thrones. His uh, he has an accent, and they kept the volume low with how he spoke. Mm. He just kept he just spoke really low like this. Yeah. So you couldn't really hear it, and I was just I I have no idea what the fuck he's saying. No idea. Yeah. They didn't explain the eggs. The fl- floop torps or whatever they are, <laughs> the cats. Why were the aliens transported onto the onto Saber? No, the cat laid them. Oh, the cat laid them. Flu- f- I forget the actual alien name of that cat. So it's the cat, cat laid them. Yeah, and that's why the little kittens came out of them. And why did they have to evacuate? Because the station was breaking down. From? Because of the electromagnetic pulses or radiation from the jump point that was stuck open because okay. the bad lady was... Cause you poke too many holes, you make too right. many jump points, they start to collapse and earthquake and break and stuff like that. So okay. that was the danger. Got like it. she could destroy the universe by popping, punching too many holes, but she needs to punch the holes to steal the resources from other planets. And she's stealing resources from planets that are special to Captain Marvel because Captain Marvel destroyed the AI, which genocided the people and ruined the planet. And then, but she fixed it by just uh, hopping into the sun. <laughs> And this technically happens with Endgame. Where was Captain Marvel before Endgame? Before Endgame? Like, yes. She was doing stuff in space. There was that scene in Endgame where... Um, or Infinity War, right? End, at end of Infinity War is when, they, is when Captain Marvel showed back up, right? That's when the post credit scene, uh, Nick Fury was getting dusted and he pressed the beeper, which called Captain Marvel. And what Like, was, hey, we need help. Yeah, and what was the last... What show was the end scene where Captain Marvel shows up? And they're all like, who are you? Remember? That's when she actually walks into the room. Yes. That was... What show was that? I think it it was a movie. Because there was pre-shows. That was a movie. There were no shows before Endgame. Oh, right. Good point. I think that was at the end of Captain Marvel. Because, yeah, Infinity War happened. He called the beeper. And it showed the logo for Captain Marvel, which is what teased the next movie, Captain Marvel. Which was technically a prequel. Or yeah. Blasted, or just, yeah. But he's like, oh, he's calling for help. Who do, Who is he thinking of to help yeah. with this terrible tragedy? Whoa, Captain Marvel, she must be pretty, pretty OP. <laughs> right. That I'm hyped for this movie now. And then at the end of that movie, it cuts forward to her showing up being like, where's Nick Fury? He called for my help. Yeah, and then they're like, because "All right, in we'll the movie, see she, where this goes." And Endgame, because in the movie she left, because yeah. she, and at the end of the first Captain Marvel, she said, "I'm going to go help the scrolls find the, the scrolls and the Kree and them," which they never really space. did, I guess, because we saw with Secret Invasion that they are still living among us. They're all over. So, but then they had a planet. But they had in a this planet. One, in this one, I don't know, dude. So then, <laughs> so it's getting then, real sloppy. So, so then she, in Endgame, yeah. Okay. There was so a wait, scene wait, in Endgame. There was a scene in Endgame where So uh, at, at the end of Infinity War is when he summons. Yes. And then what is the end scene when she actually walks up again? That's the end of Captain Marvel. Because then Captain Marvel came out after Infinity War. Captain Marvel comes out. We see the origin story of Captain Marvel. That ends with the current day Avengers meeting Captain Marvel for the first time. Yeah, who are you? Endgame. Then then 
Endgame, she goes to... No, 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 because the end of <laughs> that scene is post-Infinity War, so it's post the fight, so they already lost. And then yes. Endgame starts, and they... that Right, that's Tony's when they go and kill Thanos immediately. No, she shows up on the spaceship and carries it all the way back to oh, Earth right. from Titan uh, and, like, carefully lays it down, and Tony and Nebula get off. And then, and then five days later or something, they go to kill Thanos immediately. And then during the five year gap, she's kind of like part of the Avengers. But she's out in space handling. Th- there's shit. that call, yeah, uh, with uh, Black Widow, who's kind of running the Avengers. Yep, and she said Earth is just one of many planets. This is happening on thousands yeah. of planets, and they need my help. Yeah, and that's what she was doing. And then, and she, then came she, back she showed to up at the end fight, Kamehameha, everybody <laughs> to punch a hole through the ship. Fucking and ca- that was fight Thanos one v one. Super sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was still such a great scene <laughs> yeah. when he punches and she just like catches it, does not move. Yeah, he punches her in the face <laughs> and it's like boom. a brick wall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so cool. Which was so cool. Yeah, that was really fucking cool. Um, and then Endgame ends, and then she just left. A- Again, she was at Tony's funeral. She was at Tony's funeral, and I think that's the last we saw her. I don't think we necessarily saw her boot back off into space. Because when did she have this Cree? Because it showed in in this in the Marvels, it showed us how from the first the first Captain Marvel Captain Marvel movie, it shows that ending scene of the movie before the post credit scene. Where she's killing the Cree, her Cree friend. Yeah. Jude Law. Yep. And says, oh, I'm going to go kill the AI to end this. Yeah. Because the AI kind of controlled the whole Cree, all of the Cree, but it was really bad. It was so, an evil AI. Yeah. So she needed to destroy it. And then, which apparently you could just do with lasers. <laughs> and then, and then in the Marvels. She already I did that, this. so she's dealing. Well, I'm I'm not being pedant. I'm being serious. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm honestly trying to just. Yeah, make it work for me. Yep. It's a lot, dude. So then, in the Marvels, we see the flashback of how she handled the AI and she genocided the planet. <laughs> yeah. But then she's feeling guilty. But the scroll technically have a planet that then gets attacked. So what was she just doing in space? She was just doing stuff for Saber because she was talking to Nick at the beginning. Because when you first see her, it's a phone call with Nick. Yeah, but I feel like she's kind of doing her own stuff and she's like allied with Saber is the way I interpret it. Monica works for Saber. Yes. So I think she they would definitely have a lot of overlap with Carol, but this is like their first meeting since pre-blip, I think. Yes. Because um, Monica got blipped. And her mom was Did sick. I miss anything? I don't think so. I think that's about it. <laughs> Just <Okay>. that. <laughs> um, now let's do Monica's story. <laughs> <laughs> now, Monica was a kid. Her mom was Carol Denver's best friend. Uh, no actual relation. She was just her aunt because it's like that that best friend's, my, my mom's best friend thing. That's my aunt. Um, and then in the 90s, Captain Marvel happens. And then she grows up. And then she works. She's an astronaut. And then she gets called in for WandaVision. Right. <laughs> and I don't remember why, but she walks through the force field wall. She's the only person who does that. So she gets these powers. She could see all wavelengths of light. 
and energy and can turn into pure energy and can theoretically fly. But we got to see her do that for the first time in this. Um, and then she did a bunch of cool stuff in space and she can do like lasers with her hands. <laughs> uh, and she still is an astronaut. She uses her powers for being an astronaut. Now let's do Kamala. She is, <coughs> um, I think Pakistani. If I remember, I hope so. Uh, it was, there were a lot of flashbacks to the Pakistan Indian civil war. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Um, that specific scene of one of the episodes with the trains. Yeah. With her ancestors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's from Jersey city, which is right across the river from New York city. And she gets the bangle and she gets powers. I think she gets the powers from the bangle. I just realized she doesn't need the bangle to have her powers. She doesn't. No, because she, I thought she did, but she took it off in this movie. Or the had bad the lady took it off and she still had the powers. So. Which I didn't know. I thought the bangle. Was the power. That's why but no. the, bad per, the bad person was looking to put on bangles and her eyes went purple when the, she put on. Because it gave her more power. <laughs> They're better okay. together. I also just realized that both plot for the sake of plot. <laughs> I also realized that both Kamala and uh, Shang Chi um, have bangles. Well, he has rings. He has rings. He has the ten rings, which is still a thread that's hasn't been touched. Oh no no <laughs> no! Twenty twenty. No, no. You want to know a thread that hasn't been touched? Yeah. Um. Uh. Uh. uh Come uh, on, you got this. Um, Harry Styles. Elementals. Elementals. You what? What? The Eternals? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it started with an E. Yeah. Yeah, so Harry Styles. What is that movie about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Oh, man. Um, what is it about? It's getting the... What is it about? Maybe one episode we won't talk about the MCU. <laughs> what is it about? But it's I don't of... know what it's about or how it connects to anything else. Yeah, but uh, let's do our ratings for the Marvels real quick. Okay. I have my number in my head. I have mine, and it's, it's going to be higher than yours because I always am higher than yours. Yes. On the count of three? Uh, yes. Yes. One, two, three, 8. six. 8.5. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a six. I think six is the lowest I've rated Marvel movies. I think... I put Quantumania at a six and maybe like, I think Thor two at a six. I think this was a much better movie that got cut into a worse movie. And yeah. That's why I rated it so high because but, so I you're rating it, it for the movie. It could have been, <laughs> I rate it for the movie that it technically is without <laughs> the interference of <laughs> no. some specific individuals. I don't think so, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm voting it based on the, I, I'm, I'm voting it based on the America it could be, not the America it is. Dab. How, how's that? Um, I, I, I get it. I get what you're saying because it's there. You it's can there. see the you movie. You can see it. You it's can there. see the you better movie. You can sense movie. it. You can yeah. literally see just but here's the the the. You can see the parts that are there, and you just go, "Give me the other part," yeah. because this is good. Yeah. But it could be so much better. Here's why I don't think that's fair. Because uh, it's it takes a village. The movie's made by a whole big team, Mm -hmm. and that's like uh, that's on the that's on the editors. The whole maybe the director or the producer. The whole big team doesn't doesn't cut and edit. 
Yeah, but they're part of the team. So that's like you saying, like, this movie would be really great if only the lead actor wasn't so terrible. <laughs> Where it's like, yeah, that's a part of the movie. That's a that's a member who of the team who made this movie. The editor is a very important part of the movie. Star Wars was saved in the edit. The Star Wars movie that George Lucas shot was dog shit. <laughs> and then his <laughs> wife and then his wife fixed it in the editing room. Alright, if I'm gonna edit it the way you are editing things, I'll I'll give it a rating. Well, don't, don't, don't give me that look. Don't give me that look. I'm not editing I'm, things. I'm, I'm rating things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Rating things. The way you rate five to rate the way you yeah. rate. I would give it a 7.8. Okay. 7.8. Wow. We're doing a hundred point scale, huh? <laughs> 7.8. Yeah. 7.8. I think that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Okay. Excellent. So that's, uh, well, what timestamp are we at? 41.15. Let's go. We'll remember that. Uh, we won't. Um, I'm going to write it down real quick. Okay, cool. I have two topics that I wanted to talk about since we're already talking about the MCU. I'm going to start with that one. I was in the garage and one of my yeah. friends texted me and I gasped. And then I said, casting news. That's all I'm going to tell you. Now I'm telling you it's about the MCU. Okay. Should I be um, guessing into this? Yeah. I want to see uh, if you could guess that. I mean, you know what movies are coming out, what TV shows are coming out. I don't. You definitely know this one. It's a big one. That's Blade. Another big one that's coming. Blade 2. <laughs> Blade are the only big ones. Uh, Deadpool. Uh, nope. Further out than that. But Deadpool is supposed to come out in May. I know. That's that's crazy. That doesn't make any sense. Um, okay. It's bigger than Deadpool. It's bigger than Blade. Yeah, I think so. Iron Man 5. No. It's a team-up movie. It's a team movie. Of, it's not an Avengers movie. Uh, I'm going to tell you in five seconds. Super, the Super League. Close. It's Fantastic Four. I think I told you about one casting rumor I saw a while ago for uh, Doctor Doom. Uh, that uh, that is one that I, I that's still a rumor. Okay, it's not on IMDb. Oh, uh, IMDb's updated. IMD, IMDb. I trust enough to say that there are two confirmed uh, actors in this movie. Uh, okay, are they how big? Uh, a list. Uh, B list. One of them is definitely A list these days. Okay. And one of them is like approaching A-list. Um, I'm going to go with the known A-lister being Ryan Gosling. No, but that's good. He's got to he's got to come eventually. Uh I'm going to give you a big hint. Okay. Yeah, there's no way I'm going to this. This person, okay. Uh is in the Game of Thrones universe. I never watched Game of the Thrones. The DC Cinematic Universe and the Star Wars Cinematic Universe. And they're now joining fantastic four they're in the star wars cinematic universe yes they're in star wars and they are i would consider an a-list celebrity in fantastic four pedro pedro is playing reed richards (laughs) (laughs) which i really like that is not someone i would have guessed i wouldn't have guessed that either yeah which i uh krasinski i thought was still no I think that was just a little tease. That was a bone they threw us of like, that's your fan cast. We'll throw them into a, a not real um, multiverse of, uh, of Reed Richards. But they like specifically said like, this doesn't mean he's going to play him in the Fantastic Four movie. Um, so they didn't say he's not playing him in the Fantastic Four movie, but there was always, I think a lot of people were holding a hope 
So yeah, what do you think about Pedro Pascal as Mr. Fantastic Reed Richards? I think it can either be done very well or it's going to be extremely cringe and corny. Interesting. I Yeah, I mean, like, I trust him enough. And I trust, I think this movie is directed by Peyton Reed. Okay. Who directed the first two Ant-Man movies, maybe all three, oops, and directed the best episode of The Mandalorian, which was the season two finale with Luke on the on the ship. So Don't be cowards. Hire Michael Bay. For Fantastic <laughs> Four? <laughs> yeah. I like how your whole body revolts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is that the only casting? Uh, no, the you other said ones, there's a C-level. There's a uh, no, I didn't say C-level. I said approaching A. Oh, um, approaching A. Okay, give me some background. Maybe I can guess this one. I don't know if you can. She's in she? the last two. Yeah, it's Sue Storm. Okay. Uh, she's in the last two Mission Impossible movies. Rebecca Ferguson? Nope. Uh, she's British. Rebecca Ferguson? <laughs> <laughs> she's Swedish, please. Um, is she? I thought she had a... No, Ferguson is her, maybe she was raised in England, but Ferguson is her middle name. Her last name is Swedish as fuck. It's like so Swedish. It's like hard for English people to pronounce. So um, she goes by Rebecca Ferguson. My dad just taught me that while we were watching the latest Mission Impossible. Um, Where is that on? Paramount Plus? He bought it on iTunes. But um, what else was she? Oh, she is playing Napoleon's wife in the new Napoleon movie. Ooh. Uh, I'm just going to show you now. Vanessa Kirby. Do you know her? Yes. She was in uh, the movie with uh, The Rock. Uh, Yes. uh, Was she in Fast and the Furious? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And she played uh, someone in The Crown. I think the young Queen Elizabeth. Uh, I think. Like very young Queen Elizabeth. Vanessa Kirk. That's um, a good choice. That, she's that's a good choice. I like that a lot. That's a good choice. I yeah. like that a lot. That too. is like uh Pedro is like, whoa, that's interesting. You, that I'm I'm very intrigued. Because I think like pre Heath Ledger, it has to be like castings had to be Yeah, that makes sense. And then Heath Ledger happened and people are like, What the fuck? And then we saw that movie and we we're like, oh, Okay, I'll shut up now. <laughs> and then it was like, Tom Hardy is Bane? Well, hold on. We saw what he did with Heath Ledger. And then we we're like, okay, that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then there have been a, a bunch of other castings like that where it's like, what? And they're like, damn, all right, they did it again. <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen Tom Hardy in Peaky Blinders? Yeah. Holy Amazing. shit. Amazing. Um <laughs> I just watched uh, the movie Bronson recently, which is the movie I remember someone telling me. Wait, you just saw Bronson for the first uh, time? No, again. again Oh, okay. I was going to say, that's... But that was the movie that's that... That's one of his greats. That was the movie that people were like, if you don't believe that he can do Bane, watch Bronson. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And I was like, okay, damn, I get it. He's Um, great. He's so good in Bronson. Very, very good. He's so good. He's very good. He's just so fucking very good. Um, So yeah, Vanessa Kirby's very good. I think she's Oscar nominated. For what role? I don't know. Okay. Uh, or Emmy nominated for The Crown. She's got a nomination for one of the big ones. Okay. And I have loved her in everything I see her in. She's very charismatic. Uh, you haven't seen the newest Mission Impossible, but I don't want to spoil I wanna that. I want to see it. But I want to see it. She had a very 
uh, in-depth role. She. We tried to see it. Remember, we went. We were like, "Oh, let's go see it," and then they fucking pulled it. Yeah, they pulled it because it was yeah. during that fight for the IMAX screens yeah. that happened a, a couple years ago. So yeah, that's it's very interesting. Um, uh, casting rumors. So, I mean, those aren't rumors. Those, are the, those pa- are the only pa- two. Yeah, it's the only two. The other one that. Uh, let me look it up. The bear. Um, the only other one that I heard of. Which is very interesting. Ebon Moss Bachrock, um, who plays cousin in The Bear, uh, who's like the meaner, older cousin. He was also, he had a kind of bit role in Andor. He was one of like the small. Uh, yeah, rebels. The rebels in the yeah. forest that did the thing with the shooting stars. He was the sketchy guy. Yeah. Um, he was the kind of sketchy guy. Um, but he's amazing, and there's rumors say he's playing Doctor Doom, which is a fuck. That's a w- out there. Uh, that is a very out there cast. Yeah, where he's like New Jersey, like what the fuck you talking about, like that kind of thing as Doctor Doom. I don't know about that, but uh, I mean, you know, potential. We're we're in a post Heath Ledger world. I'll believe anything once I see it. Oh, yeah, remember the remember just how weird it was for people. What? To be th- to say that there's a Batman movie and Heath Ledger's playing the Joker, yeah. <laughs> and then people started seeing it. And they went, "Holy shit! You need to go see the Batman movie with Heath Ledger." <laughs> <laughs> it is one of the best movies, yeah. period. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen in a long time. Yeah, um, so that's very exciting. Do you like do you like those uh, those castings? The two confirmed ones, at least. I do. I do. Uh, I'm worried about who's going to play, what, uh, what's his name, Johnny Storm? Yeah, Johnny Storm. I'm kind of worried who they're going to choose. Because um, <laughs> he has to be cocky, charismatic, yeah. cool, but can't be the... Uh, every, every... I mean, Chris Evans was... I mean, what if they just got Chris Evans again? <laughs> It's a Fantastic Four from a different universe, so it's cool. He could be played by the same guy. What if and then did. they come to this universe, and they're like, you're... And he's like, no, I keep getting told I look like you're Captain America or someone. Yeah. Never heard of him. Different, totally that different be, guy. That would be funny. That would be funny. <laughs> I, I don't think they would know. Um, but you know what I'm saying, right? It's like that 90s yeah. stereotype of a actor. Hey, yeah, it's Monster me. Energy dirt yeah. bikes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 exactly that like i don't know who they could choose for that you yeah. know i i mean they just need to go that's the, co- the comedic relief but here's what i think they should do pete Davidson. if they're smart Pfft, holy shit no maybe <laughs> i don't know we're in a post Heath Ledger world <laughs> but imagine pete davidson delivers a heath ledger performance as here's johnny storm. what they gotta do Johnny Storm in the trailers, he's comedic relief. You're getting there. They choose an actor who's like, oh, that's a that's a pretty good safe pick, funny, leading man kind of thing. Like Ryan Gosling. Adam Sandler. Could be good. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I like revolted when you said that. <laughs> um, like Ryan Gosling or something like that. Someone who's kind of like tongue in cheek, funny, charismatic. And then you go to see the movie and they are the emotional heart of the movie. And they have a scene that makes everybody in the theater cry. Like they are like the most in-depth, like, like such an emotional gut punch moment in the movie or something comes from that character. That's what they do. You got to find somebody with that range. They flip the script. Ryan Gosling. Um, Yeah. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. You know, he, you know, yeah, you know, (laughs) 
He's got shit. He's got the, he's got the range. He has the range. He has the look. Yeah, and he's got he's funny as hell. Every time he's on SNL, he kills. And he's funny in a funny way movies. that's not slapstick. Yeah, it's like this weird kind of awkward, quirky comedy. But he's like so gorgeous and a leading man that it's like interesting seeing someone like that be that he's, funny in that way. Yeah, he's uh, a charming, awkward, funny. Yeah, that's what he is. Uh, my favorite role I've seen him that's funny is the Nice Guys, uh, which is directed yep. by the director of Iron Man Three. Holy shit, he is so funny in that. Um, the last casting room I heard, and it's been a while since I've heard this, and you're gonna know what I mean by me saying this once I tell you who it is. Okay, fair enough but I can't tell if it's real or not. I can't tell if this is one of those. <laughs> we cast Heath Ledger as the Joker, and then the director of this is like, okay, hold my beer. <laughs> or if I'm being trolled really well by the internet. But the casting room I've heard for The Thing, The Rock. You know, the big rock monster. The Rock. It's Mila Kunis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that look is accurate. But who knows? <laughs> That, like, it's so out there and random that I'm like, you can't make that shit you up. You said Mila Kunis? Yeah. You know who that is, right? I do know who Mila yeah. Kunis is, yes. Uh, yeah. I've I've heard that from a couple different places. And I'm like, that's... No, right? No. No. She's also very good. She's very good. But what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Let's not think about it too uh, much. You know who else could be Johnny Storm? Johnny Storm, okay. Channing Tatum. Ooh, um, I think he's too like pretty boy. No, his style of humor is too like dumb. Like he's in a lot of comedy movies that are like very improv driven. Like when he was in This Is the End, and when he was in like the Jump Street movies. Like, all the funniest bits were that. Like, here's kind of what the scene needs to do. Just do it and be funny. Uh, which is, like, a very... It's hilarious. Like, that's what Anchorman is. That's what 40-Year-Old Virgin is. Like, all that stuff. It's is a Seth Rogen style. The best part. <laughs> yeah, Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow, they, um, Seth Rogen. And Adam McKay are, like, yeah. the kings of, like, improv movies. There was so much improv for Anchorman that they made a full second cut of the movie that was almost entirely new footage, but roughly the same story. Um, but... Uh, I think he's a little to that kind of to be in the MCU at all, let alone Johnny Storm. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I do know what you mean. You put like, it, you, you, you detailed that well. Thank you. Um, yeah. Mila Kunis as the thing. I, again, maybe people listening to this are laughing because I clearly got trolled, <laughs> but... I, I've heard it a couple times, and it was a while ago. What too. would you think if if The Rock was the thing? I mean, that one's like so obvious that it's kind of boring. It's like you could have done better than that. <laughs> like Vanessa Kirby's a good one, where it's like, I mean, everybody wanted em- Emily Bl- <laughs> Sue Storm. <laughs> no, as the thing. Oh man! <laughs> oh, as much as I would love that, it's never gonna happen. Not like he uh, can't act. It's not like he's not a good actor. Yeah. Damn. Maybe. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. Colin Farrell was the fucking penguin. And he was so and good, dude. And he was dude. so good he as a so penguin. so good. Um, yeah. 
that's another example of like the post Heath Ledger effect. It's like Robert Pattinson as a Batman. Oh shit, he's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, I have one more subject. Yes, I saw this on Apple News. This subject oh. brought to you by the Apple News app. Oh, way to go, Apple News. Yeah, pay, pay, pay. Uh, the the title of the article that got me what is Thor director jokes that his Star Wars movie will quote piss people off. Uh, Taika Waititi's Star Wars movie is still in the works and we still don't know much about it. Uh, but he was in an interview where uh, someone asked him like what kind of film it will be, and he said, and this is all he said these words: it will be dramatic pause, a Taika Waititi film. <laughs> he said the words dramatic pause. Um, and YTD added, it's going to piss some people off. Uh, he's still marinating. Uh, it's early in the development process. And he added that he has a really good idea for it. So that sounds really early in the development process where he was like, Hey, uh, Kathleen Kennedy, <laughs> I, I want to make a movie like this. And then she's like, yes, Taco ID is making a Star Wars movie, everybody. And I think that's at the development process that it's at. Um, uh, he said, I'd like to fool the viewer into thinking, haha, it's this. And then them going, damn it, you made me feel something, <laughs> which is his whole thing. That's what he tries to do. And he's been kind of hit or miss lately. I'm, I'm very interested to see his new movie. Um, Next Cole wins. That does look good. Yeah, that does look good. I, I, you know what it looks like to me? It looks like a return of a no frill situation yeah. of storytelling. Let's just tell the story. Yeah. It's it's, the, which is like old Taika Waititi. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it looks like he focused on just, we're just going into, uh, I'm just giving this my full genuine self. Yeah. And that's all this story is going to be. Yeah. Versus, like, I'll be honest, the whole time you were talking, I was just trying to think of a Jojo rabbit of Star Wars and it just made me, makes me cringe. <laughs> yeah. I mean that he said, I want people to go in thinking, ha ha, it's this. And then going, damn it, you made me feel something. Which is like, I think that's what you tried to do with Thor 4. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I agree with that. I also, yeah, Thor 4, again, Thor 4 was not a bad movie. It was just too much Taika. It was too much Taika-led improv. And then it kind of morphed the movie. And that's another movie where, like the Marvels, I could see the better movie behind it. Like, there is footage of a better Thor 4 out there that could be reassembled to make something. Apparently, like, it was close to being rated R because of all the uh, uh, Gore the God Butcher stuff, the Christian Bale stuff. Uh, And he shot, like, 45 minutes of of stuff. Probably fucking borderline award yeah. caliber thing it's christian bale yeah but then they leaned more into like the lighthearted and like no i'd rather and... see thor talk to his hammer than christian bale on oh screen God. i think that's a better <laughs> like fuck off you know what i'm saying it's just yeah again i think that was also another good movie that got ruined by the fucking decisions that now made it what it is and it's just that's my fear my fear is a movie that's too much taika yeah it's it's too much I could see him doing something great with Star Wars. Like what? I think it'll need to be far away from the Skywalkers. <laughs> like, it'll just be in another corner of the universe. Uh, the galaxy. Well, it's a universe now, because there's two galaxies. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I think he'll just need to do his own thing and touch on, like, a thread of Star Wars. Like, it needs to be Star Wars. So there needs to be some aspect 
of what Star Wars is, he could take like one thread and relate it to Taika and still keep it Star Wars. But like no lightsabers. Maybe it's like uh, smugglers or something like that. I could um, see him choose, you know, yeah. Like, uh, I could see him choose the story of two hardworking smugglers. Oh, <laughs> that is really good. Take a dialogue. <laughs> I, I remember that scene from Jojo Rabbit. Um, or like something really small. I would like to see him make a very small story, like farmers and the whole movie takes place on one planet <laughs> and just, it's just, just about like uh, here's how 90 percent of the galaxy lives uh and moisture like, farming yeah something two like, moisture yeah, yeah, farmers. Yeah, yeah. oh dude get dude away, that's away it from my blah, 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 blah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> two moisture farmers yeah 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 and you think it's gonna be some slapstick comedy out in the desert and then like they fall in love or something like that <laughs> Um, and then last other thing uh, related to this interview, somebody they asked him about directing Thor 5. He said he probably won't be involved. He's too busy with other projects. And he added he won't feel bad if Marvel, Marvel elects to choose someone else to direct a potential fifth Thor, Thor movie. There's so, a fifth Thor movie. Oh, yeah. They definitely set up the a potential for a fifth. At the I mean, at this that. point, is it going to be a Thor 5 or is there going to be an Avengers movie? I think Avengers will happen first. I think there has to be a meetup here because we haven't seen them really interact with each other. Yeah. So interesting that his movie is still apparently a thing. Also, the next Star Wars movie that should be coming out is the Ray one. The Daisy Ridley, like, kind of pseudo episode 10. That's what, two years away? Something like that. That's 2020. But that's that's the next movie that's supposed to be coming out. We got TV shows. We still got a ton of Star Wars TV shows that we know are yeah. coming. Skeleton Crew, Acolyte. I think another one. Uh, Andor season two. Mando. No, not confirmed. Still no season. I thought four it was confirmed, confirmed at all. Really? I thought you told me it was confirmed. I know they're doing a movie. They're the doing movie. The, ah, the that's what I Mando combination yeah. movie. There's probably going to be an Ahsoka season two. Well, there has to be, to, or they don't, it doesn't have to be, and they could tie the movie into that. Mm. That's a lot of threads to pull and to weave into one movie. But I mean, if the MCU phase four is anything, it's fuck, it's just like as many threads as possible. <laughs> Trial by overwhelming threads. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Marvel stuff coming up. We got Echo coming out soon. Did you watch the trailer for that, by the way? No. Um, it is Echo. It's, Echo, she was in Hawkeye. She was the deaf Native American woman. Oh, the assassin? Yes. The and henchman she, assassin? Yeah. She's, we she's, have a show about a henchman assassin? I mean, she's more than that in the comics. She's like, she's a full-fledged character in the comics. She's the adopted daughter of Kingpin. Uh, turned into an assassin, uh, but doesn't like Kingpin. Uh, adopted daddy issues. At the end of uh, Hawkeye, she shoots him in the eye. He, that is a famous thing that happens in the comic that she does okay. and he lives and then he just has a dope eye patch. Uh, and this show will be taking place after that, but it'll also have a lot of flashbacks to like their relationship growing up. It is rated TV MA. The trailer is fucking brutal. <laughs> uh, like it looks like John wick. Um, and uh, yeah, looks pretty cool, but it's like, Oh, Oh shit. Last thing I wanted to talk about. Is have that- you heard of, um, think it's called marvel's special presentation or marvel studios presents or something like that some combination of those words 
Is it Spotlight? You sent me Spotlight. Yes, it's the new thing they're doing where they're kind of signifying of like, you don't really have to pay attention to this one if you don't want. Starting with Echo, it's a Marvel Studios Spotlight. Uh, Which means you should pay attention to it or you don't? No, it's just a... Here's a nice little extra thing we made. We're going to spotlight things that you don't need to see. So here's the spotlight on the feature that you don't need to watch. Yeah. There will be Marvel Studios stuff, and then there will be Marvel Studios spotlight stuff. So just if you want to just get ready for Avengers 5 and 6, you just need to pay attention to to the Marvel Studios. But the spotlight is the stories that they're branding as. You don't really need to care about these ones, honestly. (laughs) We know we made too many. So, like, <laughs> we're gonna. I hope they like retroactively go back and be like, Miss Marvel, you didn't really need to. Hawkeye, not really. A little bit, if you want to know Kate Bishop, because they're clearly doing Young Avengers. Um, oh, last thing about uh, the Marvels. It's was, it was kind of cool to see that set up. They like did the tongue in cheek Nick Fury, Tony Stark interaction rebooted. Because you can't have for the Nick kids. Fury doing it anymore because he's gonna be, oh, oh hi. <laughs> what's up my name's nick fury <laughs> you seem pretty cool um did you know with a capital one card you could have <laughs> you could have you could have a young avengers with your capital one you could have up to five young avengers on one card um no but it, it was cool that they're finally setting that up because like we've been seeing those threads be planted for a while so it's like this movie did help with doing that yes it's like starting to Hey, we know about these threads. We're joining these threads. Don't worry. So that X-Men. could be Fantastic Four. X Men is coming. Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Is on Four the they way. haven't really hinted at at all. Besides, you, you, we just had we, a segment talking about the casting for Fantastic Four. Yeah, but in the movies, they haven't really hinted at that. The well, people that's who what this just, is. That's what this. That's what that end scene was, though. It Fantastic was Four of X Men. X Men. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just not Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Is it Fantastic Four in that same universe as X-Men? They're not in the Marvel universe. Oh, maybe, actually. That could be how they tie them in, too. Because Professor Charles... Charles Xavier. Yeah. He's X-Men. Yeah, I thought he... I thought he and Reed Richards had a a storyline. Maybe. Probably in the comics. I mean, they all overlapped in the comics all the time. X-Men versus Avengers. (gasps) Some of the Fantastic... Who are they bringing back for Wolverine? <laughs> Have you heard the the fan casting choice for that? Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> that would I have heard of that. Shredded Harry Potter. That would work. A young because he's shredded and he's short. <laughs> I heard. I heard they. I heard him get asked about that because yeah. they said, "Hey, you're like in really good shape." He goes, "Yeah." They go, "Is it because you're getting ready for a role?" And he said, "No, it's because I like the feeling of working out and I'm yeah. obsessed with it, so yeah. I work out a lot." And uh, he was like, yeah, people keep asking me that. Apparently, it's because I'm short, too. <laughs> and it's like, I'm flattered, I think. Um, so yeah. You can make a good young Wolverine. I don't I don't know that I've seen him do a convincing American, I guess, Canadian, technically, accent. I also don't think he's he has enough bulk. Bulk or, like, anger? <laughs> like, Ang- I don't anger know if he could seen. do I've rage. S- I've seen him do rage. I haven't seen him have bulk. Yeah. Which is the problem because uh, Hugh Jackman is kind of set the bar there. <laughs> I remember, I remember reading about that in college of just uh, holy shit. He was squatting f- what five hundred pounds. Yeah. What? Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, that's not normal. Yeah, for a movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
you don't need to do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it was honestly the buildup for the scene that he explodes out. Yeah, of the it was water. all for just nothing but fucking sinew and ah. muscle and just, <laughs> uh, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just yeah, shredded at one percent body fat. Yeah, yeah, um, which. Yeah. To be honest, yeah, I would 100% do. If you told me, hey, we're going to film for one day a scene <laughs> of you mostly naked, and that's going to live in infamy. Covered in water. In fucking high definition for people to review, and we're going to have it edited with the lighting effects Slow and motion. makeup so you look the best you could ever look. I would say, yeah, give me a year. I'm going to be <laughs> the most insane physical specimen yeah. that you will take because I know that will be done. The most insane physical specimen. That will be done. Yeah. And I can look back and go, look at what I accomplished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, you could still do that. No, I could I film can't. you in slow motion in a bunch of water. No, no, you can't. No, you can't. Or no, I can't. I don't yeah. think. I, I definitely. That's one thing, not to go on a tangent because it's the end of the episode. Yeah. One thing I've noticed as I've gotten older is that I don't chase, I don't chase fitness as much anymore. Hmm. I used to chase fitness of I want to get X amount for my weight. I want to get X amount for my reps. I want to. X. I don't really chase that anymore. It's more of just I want to keep moving and be active and feel good, and that's what I like. When I squat, I don't. I'm not going. Oh, I gotta go seventy five percent, eighty five percent. I gotta amrap my Mac. Like no, I'm just going. Nope, this feels heavy today. I'm gonna lift this as much as I can. That's good. Here we go. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I think it's just getting. It's probably getting older, but. I feel like I'll get the bug again. Um, I mean, uh, it's almost at that point that you were doing it. It's like hobby levels. Like it was your hobby kind of is working out and doing the charts and making the graphs and the reading and doing the YouTube videos. And now you moved on to kind of you have other hobbies that are a little bit bigger. And you, you only like have Baldur's Gate three with friends right. every Monday. We're not talking about that. <laughs> Maybe maybe next episode. <laughs> maybe we'll talk about it offline. <laughs> next week is Gobble Gobble Week. Oh, yeah. So Thursday is probably a no-go. We're off again, yeah. Friday should be a no-go. Yeah. Do you want to do another day or do you want to just say no? I think let's skip for the holidays. Let's give ourselves a holiday week off. Okay. For no reason other than it's the holidays. We could do that. But uh, yeah, I think when we come back, we'll probably have some fun topics to talk about. We do have to talk about Loki. Oh, uh, yes. It is done. I finished it. You have one more episode to go, so we couldn't talk about it this oh, week. Gosh. We'll talk about it uh, oh, next gosh. episode, and we'll also do our annual Thanksgiving food review. Yes. Which I'm very excited for. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for listening to this. If you liked it, uh, give us a rating. If you want to share it with someone, that would be cool, too. And we will see you next episode. Bye-bye. Dun, dun, dun,
Oh, don't whistle for the sound check. That's, oh, that's not a good fun point. to listen that's to. Fun. That's not fun. But how do we sound? Do you think we sound good? I think we sound gobblicious. Gobblicious. 